0: the slaughter girls. we on that haunted three girls. The three girls. hey spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on three spooked girls my name is tara and as always i am here with my girlfriend jessica hey spooksters and today we are bringing you this month's Listener's Encounter episode. It is also the last one for 2022. That's so crazy to me. hmm Jesus, this year went by quick as fuck. I'm sure we probably say that every year, but this one really, really did. Hopefully you guys had a great year. It was a a year of growth, I would say, for <laughs> me personally. That's not a bad thing, though. So, no. yeah. But Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get into you guys spooky stories here in just a moment. But if you are new here, hello, welcome, returning spooksters, welcome back. If you aren't hanging out with us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the handle at Three Spooked Girls, and we also have an amazing Facebook group that is Three Spooked Girls Official. We have all kinds of cool stuff in there. You probably heard us reference it in different episodes because we are having a, or we did, I guess, when this comes out, we're recording early because I'm getting ready to move. So, like, it's chaos. You guys know last time I moved, it was chaos. It's fine. (laughs) 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 But yeah, we've referenced the Facebook group because a lot of times that's our most interactive area. So we like to go in there and ask your guys' opinions on certain content and things like that and you know interact with you talk with you we love it and we have book club all kinds of great stuff over there and we also have the Spooster shop group which i do tarot readings just as blind date books we will after the new year and after my move we'll get back to having some like boutique type items there might be some i had to think of the word some exclusive merch that might pop in there from time to time so definitely check it out for sure I know Jess has got some fun new ideas that are going to be coming down the line, so definitely keep an eye out for that. And if you would like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com backslash 3spookedgirls. For as little as a dollar, you get one bonus episode a month. Starting at our $5 tier, you get ad-free episodes a day early. Video content, haunted grounds, and slaughters are now back up in the feeds over there. So if you want more content from us or you'd like to support us in our spooky and true crime endeavors, definitely check that out. But with that, we're going to go ahead and get started, and I'm going to hand it to Jess for our first story.
1: Okay. Our first story comes from Gorguts, because they explain, Hey, spooky ladies, my name is Gorguts. I tend to not use my actual name because people can't say it right. I understand. I had a very Mm. hard maiden name. (laughs) My first and maiden name. And...
0: Current last name, every name I've—it's always pronounced wrong. I did not catch a break, so it's
1: fine. <laughs> mm, it's true. Oh, so my first name has lint. Quite easy. Hmm. Anyway, it says I love your guys's work. I actually found your podcast through Tara's TikTok. Promptly listened to every single one. Even my boyfriend is like, "Did they upload a new one?" Anyway, <gasps> I mean Mondays and Thursdays. Yes. Oh my god, that's so cute. I love, I love that. it. I love a family that listens together. <laughs> Yay. That always makes me okay. so happy. <laughs> okay, there's, so there's two stories. One is super short. One's a little bit longer. The first one goes, I got a potted leopard gecko. Oh my God, you guys would vibe. We would. I have a bearded dragon because of for Winston. those that don't know. Yeah. I hate Winston. Not because <laughs> I... I just Winston freaks me out. I don't know why. We have yet to figure it out. <laughs> I've seen him in person. I just can't. I try really hard. That's <laughs> Tara. Yeah, it's okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> no worries. I got a spotted leopard gecko from my fr- a friend of mine because she couldn't take it to her new apartment, so I got the little baby. She was so cute and loved to climb on my back where I couldn't reach her, so I had to ask my mom to help. She's absolutely terrified of reptiles. She normally tried to reach for her and go, oh, no, I can't, I can't. I vibe with your mom. <laughs> I laugh so. I laugh so... I'd have one of my sisters get her off. Anyways, I had her for like a half of a year. Oh, and didn't recognize that I got her towards the end of her cute little life. I noticed she didn't eat any of the stuff I'd feed her. She ended up starving herself to death. Oh, well, sad. I take back what I said about about lizards. <laughs> I held her close to me as she passed away while crying. I couldn't stop crying for the whole night. I buried her in a little shoebox under a, our huge tree. That night I couldn't fall asleep because I was so upset until I felt the tiny little pressure of the legs the size of her. I believe her spirit came and visited me to say thank you and such. Hmm. Pass the fuck out after that. <laughs> that's real cute. I mean, that's like a happy but like also real sad. Yeah. The next, <laughs> The next bit is rough for me. So when I was a sophomore in high school, my grandma, who practically raised us four girls while my mom, was having to rebuild herself after a divorce. Anyways, this little lady was so cute. And if she didn't pick on you, she didn't like you. Oh, my God. It's like my dad. (laughs) 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 She passed away that year. And like that morning was weird because I woke up early. Never happens because I knew something was off. I didn't even have my glasses on. I'm blind as a bat and I go out into our living room, and I see a dude standing in the archway of my kitchen. My Aunt Stacy's sitting on the loveseat and my mom crying on the big couch. I go back to get my glasses, and I come back to see the dude was the police officer. I sat by my mom to try to comfort her in asking what's wrong. She tells me the bad news. I frown and hold her. I guess I was in such shock, I couldn't cry. My grandpa Mm. was out on the front porch talking to my other aunt and my uncle, giving them the news. I got yelled at for not crying, but I could understand my grandpa's anger Mm -hmm. and sadness. Mm -hmm. It was rough watching the corner take out my grandma. It's like a hard feeling to describe. Me and my mom sat there while my grandpa left with them. The house felt lifeless and empty. When it was time for my sisters to get up for school, my mom told them that they weren't going to school that day. I told the second oldest, I'm the oldest, what happened, and she didn't believe me but the look on me and my mom's face told her everything. We all sat down in the hallway. The two younger ones sat on my lap. As they both cried, my mom sat next to me and cried. I still couldn't cry. Later that night, I heard my grandma's cough as if she was outside my door. I knew she wasn't there, but it made my heart ache. A little backstory. Me and the second oldest are both sensitive to spirits and she can see them, but I can hear them and they visit me in my dreams a lot god i don't know if i'd want to hear people like i I think i'd rather see them than hear them Mm -hmm. yeah voice is creepy yeah that night i fell asleep and dreamed my grandma visited me holding me in her arms and petting my hair she told me she loved me she loved me and my sisters and that she was proud of everything i've done and such Mm -hmm. that she was sorry she had to go but she'd be there with all of us every step of the way a few weeks later we had the funeral And I was one of her pallbearers. When we sat our casket down, there were these blue butterflies all around the funeral. I sat there holding my sister's hands so tight and fell asleep and cried. Hmm. After a few years, like in 2015, the second oldest gave birth to a little girl named Anita after my grandma. When she was born, she wasn't breathing. My mom and my sister say that the air in the room was tight, but calming like they felt a warm and loving presence in there as the doctors worked to get her breathing. Once the child cried, the presence was even more. My mom and sister think it was my grandma in there with them, 100%. My niece would later say that my grandma would visit while she was awake and see how she's doing. She would be up in her crib talking to my grandma, and it makes me happy that she knows how wonderful a woman she is. Thank you so much for what you guys do. Sorry about how long it is. I know y'all saying it's never be sorry. We love long stories. LOL. Keep up the good work and stay spooky.
0: Aw, love it. All right, so my story comes from Dez. So she says, hi, my name is Dez, and here's my spooky experience at my recent apartment. I'm just going to jump into it. So a couple days after moving into a new apartment after my mom and stepdad separated, it was my mom, brothers, and myself. By the way, this happened a couple years back. So I was going to bed one night and left my door open with my hall light on, as I did since we moved in because my room was the furthest in the back. I was asleep and heard footsteps walking down from the hall into my room, which woke me up, but I didn't turn around to look because I figured it was my mom grabbing a hairbrush or makeup for my vanity. A seconds after I heard the footsteps, I felt something standing by me within seconds, like it jumped or ran towards me, and it was growling in my ear. I even felt breath and everything. I was so scared. I didn't know what it was, so I opened my eyes and I couldn't move. Next thing I knew, I was screaming at the top of my lungs and ran into my mom's room, woke her up, and told her that something was in my room, and it sounded exactly like an animal growling, as if it was mad or angry. And we had no pets, by the way.
1: I don't like that. I don't like that. Right? Mm
0: -hmm. She said it was a nightmare, but I told her, no, I felt someone or something's breath on my ear as it growled, and I can't even explain how ugly and terrifying the growl was. She was pretty weirded out, but didn't know what to say. So I slept with my mom that night. By the way, I was 22 when that happened and I slept with her for a few days. I mean, any fucking age, I'd be like, nope, not sleeping alone. (laughs) Right. not sleeping in that room. (laughs) This room doesn't exist
1: anymore. Don't go in there.
0: Legit caution tape now. (laughs) I was so scared to go into my room after that. I was walking into my room to get my charger one day, and the light literally blew up. There was glass everywhere, and I was shook. I didn't even get my charger. I called my mom and told her what had happened and that we needed to move out. She said it was just a bad light bulb, maybe. I like how unfazed this mom is. She's just like, it's fine. It's fine.
1: You know how, like, you're a mom. So, like, Mm -hmm. there are probably moments where you're like, I just have to, like, fucking get through this so that my Mm -hmm. kid doesn't, like... See the panic? Maybe that's what it is.
0: Yeah, but her kid's an adult. It's different than, like, me with my kid. My kid's 10.
1: (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know. We'll talk when Bug is, like, 22.
0: Yeah, we'll talk then. We'll see. Hopefully, I don't have that happening at my house then. (laughs) Another time was when I was showering. A small toy got pushed under the door, and I assumed it was my little brother. He was about seven at the time. So I opened the door and... and seen him somehow run back to the hallway to go into my room. So I walk into my room, and it was dark, and so I said, get out, I need to put my clothes on, because obviously she thinks it's her little brother. And I turn on the light, and he wasn't in there. So I went to my brother's room and opened the door, being like, you guys, stop messing with me. And I looked at my little brother, and he wasn't wearing the same clothes as the person I thought was him running into my room. mm <sighs> mm-mm. mm-mm. I told him, why did you change? And he was like, what? I've been wearing this all day. I was so lost and just walked away. (laughs) I mean, yeah, be like, all right, okay, then bye. (laughs) One time, me and my now baby's father were in my room eating Thai food and heard someone knock at the door. And I said, come in, because I thought it was my mom getting home from work since the boys were at their dad's house. So I said, come in, mom, and the door didn't open. So I got up, opened it, Yeah, my mom wasn't even home yet. I checked the ring camera out front and everything, and it was just us in the apartment. (sighs) After we moved out, my brother, age 18 at the time, told me that once he had heard something moving around in his closet while he was going to sleep. By the way, he sleeps in the dark, no TV, nothing. And he said that he got up and opened the closet doors and nothing had fell down or anything. And it was a pretty bare closet at the time, so he would have noticed if something fell or... Something happened. Also, to note, this experience happened when we first moved into the apartment. Like mine, I'm assuming like hers. I always felt like whatever it was in there could constantly stare at you, or I don't know how to explain it, but you felt like you were being watched at all times. Twice, my mother was having a bad dream and got woken up to what we assumed was a prayer recording, the type you get from churches that tried to get you to join their church. That's still creepy. Random church thing playing? <laughs>
1: Like on the television or? I don't know. Oh, I'm confused.
0: I don't know. Maybe the on radio? the radio or something. This, this could. Cre- I need context.
1: I need context. People. Right.
0: Did this just come out of nowhere? What? Tell us, Des. Okay. Anyway, she says, thank you for reading about my creepy apartment. I And I live for your podcast while working the night shift. Bye. Aw. Bye.
1: <laughs> okay. okay. My last story of the evening comes from Cassie. She writes, Hey, Spooky Girls. I just want to start by saying you gals have been so fun to listen to. You were actually the first podcast I ever got hooked on. (gasps) Aw. Thank you. That's an honor. I'm an empath, and I've always felt people's emotions and usually have gut feelings when something's about to happen or is happening. Mm. I have been wanting to write my story but haven't had the courage, and some days I feel like that night wasn't real. I haven't even told my husband my ghost story, and we love all things spooky. Well, now you don't have to. Just let him listen to this, and I will tell the story for you. Okay. <laughs> little backstory. I'm going to change the names because, unfortunately, I haven't spoken to my cousin whose parents own the home since that night back in 2005. I apologize this story might be a little long, but I'm a detailed person. We get it. Enough of the rambling, let's get to the story. That's what, that's literally what they wrote. It was not my, my interjection. I want people to know that. My cousin and I live hours away from each other, so she usually stayed at my house. It was always a joke that my cousin, we'll call her Sally, that her house was haunted. I've never spent the night there. My house always was the one we stayed at, but one night our parents decided we were old enough to stay at home alone for the night at her house. She lived in a city where I lived in the country. I read that and I was like, "They're like that—the country mouse and <laughs> city mouse and cousins." Okay. We were both around fifteen. Our biggest concern that night was where we could sneak off to smoke. I wish I could say that was our only concern that night. We went to the kitchen because, you know, munchies, munchies. We were cooking. <laughs> we were, <laughs> right. We were cooking chicken nuggets when Sally said, "Oh, George, don't start." We heard an un an unknown noise coming from the closet we referred to anything or anyone we didn't know as george it was an inside joke so so we thought we sat down in the living room and all of a sudden we heard banging in the kitchen we walked into the kitchen to find the fridge open and the ranch on the floor spilled all over the place which is you know a fucking crime it's ranch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i saw a tiktok where this kid was what is this and the mom was like ranch and he was like this is good <laughs> <I> was <Aww. laughs> I've never felt so attached to something. Okay. The next couple hours were completely normal until it was time to get ready for bed. Buckle up. This is where it gets creepy. So I went to take a shower and as I was in there, I kept hearing my name called, so I got annoyed, jumped out, soaking wet, and yelled at Sally. She had said she had also been yelling back at me because she was hearing her name also. Oh, that's creepy mm mm-hmm. neither one of us heard the other's name being called i got back in the shower and finished up i got out my towel was nowhere to be found i know i brought one in and had no idea where it went also you know you had one because you jumped out of the shower and went and yelled cousin so like unless yeah. you did that butt-ass naked which i mean if you want to do that's up to you but like <laughs> i'm assuming you you towel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I yelled at Sally to bring me a new one and she walked into the room and there was the towel floating in the room as if someone was holding it. Little tidbit, the bathroom was in my cousin's room. Okay, so it's like, like a junior suite, I get it. She screamed mm-hmm. and I screamed and the towel dropped. Oh my God, so many things. So many things. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I was... <laughs> and there I was, possibly standing naked in front of a ghost or something. I mean... I'm gonna point this out, Cassie. We've all been naked in front of many ghosts and we just haven't known it. Mm. Yeah, true. Facts. (laughs) (laughs) You would think that you would have you think we would have left, but nope. We convinced ourselves we were fine and of course, we decided to watch a light scary movie. Scream. I mean, that's more like stabby. Stabby.
0: Not like it's It's not. It's not like scary, really. At all. So I get what she means by like a light horror movie.
1: But I mean, it is going to get that like same adrenaline running in your head. For normal people. Mm-hmm. Okay, soulless over there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can see Tara's face. She's like, for normal people. And it was like mm-hmm. flat. Like she had no expression. I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm.
1: Everything was back to normal for a while and we watched the movie. Eventually it was time to go to bed and apparently we were the only ones in the house who wanted to go to sleep because this is where shit got real. Shit got real was capitalized, so you know. Okay, we stayed in her bedroom that had two twin beds, the bathroom, and a closet. We were talking and laughing and all of a sudden we thought we heard her parents come home. We pretended to be asleep for a little while and we heard someone come up the stairs. Didn't think a thing of it, hushed each other so that they didn't know we were awake. The door open, I peeked my eyes open and I swear, I wish I hadn't. I wish I'd kept my eyes shut and left it alone, but I didn't. And there was a shadow person in the doorway. (gasps) I screamed so loud, I had no idea how the neighbors didn't call the police. I'm not sure why I did this, but my dumbass jumped up and lunged to shut the door. I mean... Uh. It's very ballsy of you, but also, you shut the door. (laughs) Problem solved. That was 100% the wrong wrong answer. I'm not sure what it was, but it touched me, and I felt someone grab my wrist, and as I shut the door, Mm. and when I pulled my arm back, I felt my arm burning, and when I looked down, there were three scratches. Oh, no, no, no. She didn't own any pets at the time, her cousin. My cousin was shaking in her bed and yelled, Cassie, we're not alone. Girls, you were not alone. There was a no ghost in your towel. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, literally, you said no shit. The next line is no shit. <laughs> no shit. I think we re- realized this at the point. We blinked and all, and all of that a sudden, every light in the house turned on oh she has a little brother and we we heard noises in his room so we went to make sure nothing was in there not the best idea but we were brave 15 year olds i mean girl there are like 40 year olds in movies who make worse mistakes Mm -hmm. as we walked up to the door a soccer ball bouncing down the hallway is thrown directly at us oh cool We duck and yell (laughs) out of the corner of their eye. I saw a little boy that couldn't have been more than five or six, and he was just standing there. Mm -hmm. Dark hair, clothes looked like they'd been torn and almost wet, and we heard another boom, bam, and all the lights in the house go off. We were done at this point. No more being brave. Time to go. Except in order for us to get out of the house, we had to pass by every room and go down the stairs through the kitchen to get outside. We had no plan how to get out. Oh my God. We started walking down the hall and we kept hearing her brother's door open and shut. Open and shut. We started to run past her room and we glanced in there real quick and there was the little boy again. We were frozen in time. I felt this overwhelming sense of sadness and I couldn't console myself. Sally pushed me to start moving and we ran to the stairs. Another ball was thrown towards us and then all of her brother's toys downstairs went off seemingly at the same time. Oh, see, that's like, you know how, like, little kids toys when the batteries die? I always wonder, mm-hmm. like, is the batteries really dying or ghosts just fucking <laughs> with it?
0: Oh, my God, for real.
1: We had, oh, my God, I can not remember this. We used to have this Christmas teddy bear that, like, my grandma uh-huh. got my niece for Christmas one year. And yeah. I swear, I took the batteries out of that fucker and it still
0: died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. That's yeah. like giving me Furby flashbacks. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, my God, I loved it. I taught my Furby to cuss, so it was more fun.
0: Oh my god, that's great!
1: As we made our way downstairs, we heard the front door open, and we knew it had to be her parents' time. We started yelling to get us out of there and ran towards the door. I'm sure you probably know where this is going. A door that was bolted shut was wide open, and no one inside. No cars in the driveway. Actually, no one inside at all. Mm. We held node our ass. We hell knowed our asses (laughs) out of the house and stood out front staring at the house in disbelief. What had we just witnessed? Was it a ghost? B-E-K? For you guys who don't know what that stands for, a black-eyed kid. Yeah. Whatever it was, it was standing in the window facing us from the window in Sally's room. One thing I took away from that house was that little boy. I saw him everywhere for the next few years. I grew up in the country, and we would drive our roads on snowmobiles, ATVs a lot, and I would see him in the woods. I would see him by the creek in our backyard, and one day I told my therapist about him. She hypnotized me when I was 18, and I've never heard or felt him since. I only have a couple other haunts that include the little boy that I may or may not write about. It was very emotional for me at the time. Well, thanks for reading, and I hope you had more fun reading it than I had writing it. Haha. That's what she wrote. <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> I was traumatized. Hope you are not. Bye. <laughs> right, I <what> was. <laughs> you are making me rehash and live drama. Thanks, guy. <sighs> no, Gosh. that was scary as fuck.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alrighty. So, our last story from the evening comes from Tiffany, and Tiffany writes, "Okay, first of all, y'all are amazing. The content as well as your personalities just makes my spooky heart happy. Well, thank you." I wanted to write in, but it's taken me forever to actually sit down and focus to write this email. And let's be honest, this email is written over the course of at least five different days. Anyway, to the story. So I grew up in a small town in Connecticut, lots of old buildings that have been around since the colonial days. This set of old brick buildings in the town I grew up in was a very focal point of the town. I was in the center of Main Street, the only street in the entire town with a stoplight. Beacon Mill Village was originally the home to the American Hard Rubber Company in the 1850s. By the time of the Civil War, the complex housed the factories of the Home Woolen Company, which produced shawls for the Union soldiers. When I was growing up, it had already been long converted into an apartment building. After conducting a quick bit of research, it apparently was not converted long before my story as it was converted in 1986, and my story occurred sometime around 1994. Anyway, as a young kid, probably 7 or 8, I would go over to my friend Esther's apartment. Esther was an immigrant from Eastern Europe. I'm not sure exactly where, and unfortunately we lost touch since then, but I think it was Austria. This is relevant to the story, I swear. So, I'd go down to her apartment for sleepovers pretty regularly. Mind you, she was the only child in the home, as she was an only child, and it was just her and her parents living in this apartment. I vividly remember playing in her room almost every time with two little girls, Esther and another. Not only that, but we all spoke in German, a language which I cannot, nor do I, speak. I remember many times her dad would come in and ask us who we were talking to and we'd point and carry on. To make it even more strange, I only have one photo of Esther and it's a photo of her and two other childhood friends. When I was thinking about telling this story, I actually had to ask my mother if she remembered who I played with in the mill apartments because I was almost certain that not only had I encountered a ghost with Esther, but I wasn't even sure that Esther herself hadn't also been an otherworldly visitor. She was real, however, and was in fact in the photo and not just in my memory. Fair enough. Anyways, that's one of the many strange occurrences from my youth. I'll write later about all the visions and the sixth sense experiences I had involving my dad, which continue to freak out my mother and the rest of my family. Stay spooky. Yes, I want to hear about that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Speaking of sixth sense, like sixth sense, the fucking Misha Barton, the girl that got like the pine saw when Mm -hmm. she's like under the bed and puking or whatever. That scared the fuck out of me as a kid. And like, I did not watch rewatch that movie for a long
1: fucking time. I it is a trip because it's like literally it's extremely violent and you don't think it is
0: yeah exactly it's it's a thing it's a whole fucking thing but anyways
1: <laughs>
0: all right y'all well that is gonna go ahead and wrap us up for today thank you for those that have sent in stories if you would like your story featured on the pod in a future episode you can send that over to three at at gmail.com and with that we'll go ahead and sign off and we'll see you on thursday bye guys
1: Bye.